In our busy world, family time frequently gets neglected. It is vital that we give attention to our families while we can, and it is especially important to give attention to what God says in His Word about our homes. For the next few minutes, let's join Scott Pauley as we open the Scriptures and find God's message for your family. For the last several weeks in our study, we have been in the Old Testament, and today we cross the Great Divide. We step across the threshold from the Old Testament to the New Testament, and as we do so, I'd like to just remind you that all Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable. Someone said, are you an Old Testament believer or a New Testament believer? Well, let me answer that question this way. I'm a New Testament Christian because uh, I live on this side of the cross, and we're under uh, this beautiful covenant of grace that Christ has brought us into. But dear friend, as a New Testament Christian, I thank God for the Old Testament scriptures. The, the two testaments are not competers, they're completers. All the parts make the whole. We need all the Word of God. And I think you're going to see tremendous parallels between the great Bible principles that are introduced to us in the Old Testament and then those same principles that are elaborated on in the New Testament. You see, everything that the Old Testament foretells, the New Testament fulfills. And everything that the Old Testament gives to us in seed form, we find in fully developed form in the New Testament. They're like, if I could use this analogy, two train tracks. Uh, you've got to have both of them, both sides of the track. Uh, they're laid parallel, side by side, and both of them are moving in the same direction. As you follow them, they carry us nearer to God and nearer to God's great intention for us. I want to bring you today in our study to the first family of the New Testament. The first family. Now, in a very real sense, we understand that uh, the great family is the family of our Lord Jesus Christ. And so you're going to find the genealogical record, of course, of Christ on the opening pages of the New Testament. And Jesus' family is without a doubt the most famous family at the opening of the New Testament Scriptures. But really the first family that God begins to work in and through at this time in history is the family of John the Baptist. Remember that John the Baptist is the forerunner of Messiah, meaning he came first. He came to prepare the way. He was the voice of one crying in the wilderness. But I don't think we give enough attention to John's family. You see, every person who serves the Lord had someone that influenced them to serve the Lord. And God's intention, of course, the ideal situation is that that begin at home. And so it was in John the Baptist's family. Now, let me draw your attention today to Luke chapter 1, beginning in verse number 5, where the Bible says, There was in the days of Herod, the king of Judea, a certain priest named Zacharias of the course of Abiah, and his wife was of the daughters of Aaron, and her name was Elizabeth. And they were both righteous before God, walking in all the commandments and ordinances of the Lord, blameless. And they had no child. Because that Elizabeth was barren, and they both were now well stricken in years, and it came to pass that while he executed the priest office before God in the order of his course, according to the custom of the priest office, his lot was to burn incense when he went into the temple of the Lord. And the whole multitude of the people were praying without at the time of incense. 
And there appeared unto him an angel of the Lord standing on the right side of the altar of incense. And when Zacharias saw him, he was troubled, and fear fell upon him. But the angel said unto him, Fear not, Zacharias, for thy prayer is heard, and thy wife Elizabeth shall bear thee a son, and thou shalt call his name John. And so begins the story of one of the most famous preachers that has ever lived, and that is the man now known as John the Baptist. But initially, he was just a hope in a father and mother. Initially, he was a prayer in an older couple uh, that thought themselves past childbearing age. Originally, he was the child of Zacharias and Elizabeth. Now, just to show you the connection between the Old and New Testament, if you go back a few pages in your Bible to the last page of the Old Testament, you'll find your place in Malachi chapter 4. Here's the last great prophecy given to us in our Old Testament scriptures. Malachi 4 verse 5 says, Behold, I will send you Elijah the prophet before the coming of the great and dreadful day of the Lord. Now, we understand that there's a prophetic element in Malachi that is yet to be fulfilled about the final day of the Lord. But Jesus himself said in his earthly ministry that Elijah had come already in the person of John the Baptist. So we believe that this prophecy in Malachi chapter 4 immediately has a connection to the ministry of John the Baptist. Now, with that in mind, listen to the last verse of the Old Testament, Malachi 4 verse 6. And he shall turn the heart of the fathers to the children, and the heart of the children to their fathers, lest I come and smite the earth with a curse. We've studied this verse already. It's one of the great family verses of the Bible. Did did you ever notice that this great family verse, this principle and promise, is connected to the family of John the Baptist? You see, it's my conviction that this first family on the pages of the New Testament, Zacharias, Elizabeth, and John the Baptist, this first family reveals the Heavenly Father's heart for the home. This is the desire of God in every family. He wants the hearts of parents turned towards children, the hearts of children turned towards parents, and the hearts of every member of the family turned towards the Lord. We know that this is a divine connection because in Luke chapter 1 and verse number 17, speaking of this boy, John the Baptist, God says, And he shall go before him in the spirit and power of Elias to turn the hearts of the fathers to the children and the disobedient to the wisdom of the just to make ready a people prepared for the Lord. So uh, this principle from Malachi chapter 4 and this prophecy is directly connected to John the Baptist and to the family of John the Baptist. I believe that this first family in the New Testament gives to us a family portrait, if you will. Uh, Do you have family pictures taken from time to time? Maybe in uh, a grandparent's home there's a hall or a wall somewhere with lots of pictures through the generations. Well, as you walk through Scripture, you see so many family portraits from different families, some of them better than others, I must confess. But this family portrait, this first family in the New Testament, is a beautiful picture of what God desires in every home. So we're going to return to Luke chapter number 1. We're going to walk through this portion of the Bible, looking here not first at Jesus' family, but at John the Baptist's family. I believe they're given to us as a great example and a great encouragement, a great exhortation of what God wants to be true in our homes. As we begin the study, I'd like to ask you to do two things. First of all, I'd like to ask you to spend some time yourself just reading through Luke chapter number 1. Usually, when we come to Luke chapter 1, 
uh, Luke chapter number 2, we are thinking of the birth of Christ. But before we get to Christ, I want you to see his forerunner, the one God chose to send before his son and the family that God chose to raise John the Baptist. Spend some time meditating in Luke chapter number 1. Then secondly, I want you to pray a special prayer. I want you to pray that God will allow your family to have the same ingredients, the same elements, if you will, that are found in the family of John the Baptist. I think you'll see what I mean when we continue our study because in this family you find so many beautiful things that God wants to be true in us all. Would you join me in that prayer today? Our Father, we thank you for the Word of God that lives and abides forever. We thank you, Lord, for the Old Testament. We thank you, Lord, for the New Testament. We thank you, Lord, that you're the God of eternity and that your eternal truth applies to every generation. And so I pray as we embark on our study now into the New Testament Scriptures, Lord, open our understanding and cause us to be the people you always desired for us to become. May the things we find in these Bible families be true in our homes today. In Jesus' name, amen. We hope that you will spend some time talking with your family today about these truths from God's Word and spend time praying for each member of your family. You may find additional podcasts, helpful articles, full-length Bible messages, and other resources at enjoyingthejourney.org. Until next time, may God bless you and your family.